What is going on, visionaries? Episode nine. I we're we're capping the season one at fifteen, so we're like more than halfway there. Yeah, but uh, I'm joined here by the legendary Rachel Anderson. I wouldn't say legendary, but I I mean, yeah, we're gonna pack it. Y'all can make that choice after we yeah. interview. We'll yeah, we'll do a poll after. Yeah, Rachel. Welcome to the Vision Room Social. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Th- dude, also, we're in her beautiful home. So, yeah, thanks for letting us use the space. Yeah, definitely. Nate, you really are here, man. We have, <laughs> man we've been filming all over the place. But, uh, Rachel. It's a Tulsa tour is really what Vision Room Social is. It is. Netflix, that's an idea. Uh, executive producer, yeah. Rachel Anderson. Marketing. The legend. <laughs> it's going to be on the, on the credits. But, um, okay, if you know how this starts... You mean a stranger. Rachel, what do you do? How do you explain that uh, concisely? I Concisely, I would Sparks say... Sparks Notes version. Yeah, I'm really all over the place. Yeah. So I would say just entrepreneurial in every aspect. I am a graphic designer. I um, I do work for my church, but I also do an Etsy shop. Yeah. Um, I sell artwork. I, I guess I would just say creative endeavors because I like yeah. variety and I get... I don't do good if I get bored. Yeah. So. What are you on the Enneagram? I'm a two wing three. Okay. No, that, the three makes sense. Like a strong two, but the twos have a misconnection with a seven. Yeah. And so that's where a lot of like the variety comes in. The spontaneity. The helper. Yeah. 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 So I'm like strong helper with a strong entrepreneurial, but outside of work. For sure. It's like straight spontaneity. Mm-hmm. It's like if someone were to call me at 10 p.m. at night and be like, we're driving nine hours overnight. I'd be like, great. When are you picking me up? Like, I'll have a bag ready. I can Absolutely do the night not. driving. That's not I'm me. good. I'm resting. I'm like, I'm watching you, girl. I'm going to sleep by 930. Yeah. Don't bother I, me. I'm trying to get to that level just to, like, have health yeah. balance. But, yeah. yeah we're I, bringing it back. Entrepreneurial. Yeah. Great creativity yeah so uh for those who don't know when i initially invited rachel to be on the podcast i what i see at least i see a lot of interior design yeah i yeah. see music i see graphic design yeah but uh yeah there's a lot unpacked there's the anderson surf shack can we start there yeah what this is, is that this is this is the anderson surf shack so this is a second home that i have renovated i mm-hmm. bought and flipped my first home when i was 21 and um, this is the second one. I bought it when I was 30. And So I we're in the surf shack. Like right yeah, now. we're in the surf shack. What? So I name every house. What's th- Why surf shack? So surf shack came from a book that you can actually see behind Nate. Um, oh, I see it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a book done by um, an author who's like, we're kind of low-key friends now because I mm-hmm. named my house after her book. Yeah. But she interviewed people who were part of surfing culture. Yeah. And basically they described it as... They designed their home around their lifestyle, around their culture, around the environment that they wanted their kids to grow up in, which is pursuit of health, getting outside, community, Mm -hmm. um, seeing your world. That's all the surfers community. It's not really about like, I don't know, it's not an egotistical community. It's very culture based and and experience based and lifestyle and health and so designing your living space based off your lifestyle yes and well and anderson surf shack is laid back living by the water which i spent 19 years in wisconsin on lake michigan that's where this little ring is from i was wondering i was like like, bro we in tulsa right now girl in case you haven't noticed there's no water right now landlocked (laughs) and it's not great but i'm thriving yeah (laughs) um my prayer spot was right by 
uh, it was like one specific marina off mm-hmm. of Lake Michigan. So because she talked about laid back living by the water, I was just like, I feel most connected to God in the mountains or by the water. Yeah. And I love what she talked about of like creating a home space that shows your purpose in life or what you want to create in your community or your family or creating memories like a home should be it should tell a story but should create a safe space for anyone who comes in in every season so it shouldn't be um a resume or a portfolio of your design aesthetic it should put people at peace yeah in every season so um i was coming out of like one of the worst seasons of my life when I renovated this home. Mm-hmm. And so it was super important to me to have a yeah. very laid back, purpose filled home, yeah. which, yeah. I and you that. can kind of tell by all of the colors Details. too. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, that door matches like one of my water bottles. Like yeah. it's like all very, uh, yeah, it matches that the chair and little yep. details back there. I'm going to paint my curtains to yeah. match my shoes. You've, yeah. You've been very uh, homey. So like uh, if y'all saw the episode seven, I think with Jade, Rachel actually let us film that here. So just yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, and Jade's a very dear friend. Yeah. I love her. So I feel the I feel the love at the search check. Now I understand. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand. Also, J- uh, Rachel passed the vibe check. She <laughs> added a friend to our little. Chris Stapleton. Yeah, she had to make it. To the Easter egg. So <laughs> I need. I probably need to name these guys at some point, but they're just. Oh, yeah. They got the double they eyes. They need names. They got the vision. Yeah, they got the vision. The surf check. Surf and check. <laughs> just kidding. That It's not their names. They're laid back living. <laughs> I'm so dead. Okay, so uh, I want to pull back uh, on the timeline a little bit. So right now you're like doing everything. Yeah. But uh, when you were like maybe like 18, 19, going to school, like what was the plan initially? And then kind of leading to how you are now. Yeah. Um, I lived in Wisconsin at the time. My dad's a pastor. You're I, from Wisconsin? I am from Tulsa. We moved when I was two. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was a pastor at Grace Fellowship back in the day, like mm-hmm. built it up, was the associate pastor. And then he took over a very small church in Wisconsin yeah. because he felt like the Holy Spirit told him to. So I was two. My oldest brother was nine. There's five of us. Yeah. Um, and at at 16 or 17, we came back to Tulsa very often. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to be in Tulsa. I had actually prayed about moving at like six, uh, probably at like 17. I had interviewed yeah. for an internship it fell through. I was kind of questioning some things. So at 18, the plan was save all your money, go to a community college in Milwaukee, get my degree um, in graphic design and renovate a home. Like yeah. that was just so it. You had, you had interest in interior design. Back I then. did. Yeah. Because we were broke as a joke growing mm-hmm. up because we took such a massive pay cut. Yeah. Going from Tulsa to Wisconsin. A small church. With yes. Tithes of like, I don't know. I mean, Nothing. I yeah. mean, it was a tiny church. And we had five, there was five kids in my family, like I said. So you have a family of seven who is used to a higher lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but the ages all under 10, like you've got braces to diapers. You know what I mean? Like it was a huge, and then three older boys, like massive appetite. So we just, we were broke as a joke. So we flipped homes to make money. Mm -hmm. And so my brother, Jared and I, who's one of my best friends, He's a home builder now. Like he's won awards. He's won multiple parade homes wow. um, because we grew up being able to walk into. I mean, I could show you pictures of what this place looked like. It, cool. it, I bought it from the original owner yeah. of 1954. Yeah. And there was stuff that was updated, but not much. Yeah. Um, so Jared and I grew up knowing that we wanted to be in interior design or 
building or renovating of some yeah. aspect just because that was like it was happy memories for us it was family memories where my parents it, it was survival it was we didn't know any different like you didn't know the actual financial state like you no, were, that was just your reality we were thriving at the time. i yeah. was like we got more wallpaper to tear down like great i'm yeah. having the best thursday ever you know my mom's like we gotta get this down now <laughs> so we can get this on the market and you know yeah. they all of us all of us kids were just like a built-in workforce so yeah. uh yeah, a really terrible before state doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's kind of what I look for because I'm very <laughs> particular on like how I want my home to be designed. Yes. So I'd rather, I gutted the house. It's like myself. a blank canvas for you at that I point. Need yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I need that. Yeah. I do much better with that. So, uh, quick connection point. So, my family, um, my dad grew up in like a super big, like I think he had five or six siblings. And okay. his family would do something very similar. So, like my grandma and grandpa would build a house for them and the six kids to live. But then when they needed money, they would sell it and then downgrade and keep moving houses like that. Yep. Like just so just like yeah. a survival thing. But my yeah. dad was just like, oh, we're just moving around. But it was like a survival thing. So that's so crazy. Yeah. So was he like super spontaneous as an adult because his no. lifestyle was or did he did he need the security because of that? It did the opposite to okay. where like very conservative, yeah, very yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pentecostal church. My dad's a police officer. So my. OK, yeah. yeah. Uh, my grow my upbringing was a little bit strict, but yeah, same. <laughs> we're good now. <laughs> we're yeah, good now. Same. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I want to talk about Tiny Haven Studio. Yeah, my YouTube. Yeah. 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 So, what is that like? So, Tiny Haven was it, it, it's. I would almost say like the subtitle of my home. Uh, Anderson Surf Shack. Yeah. Headline. I I had called Tiny it Anderson Surf Shack for. Mm -hmm the entirety of the project. And um, I would say six weeks before I moved into my home, it was like the final stretch. I had gotten backed up by just um, delivery, contractor schedule, um, people needing to redo work. So yeah. I, it should have taken four to six months to renovate. It took 12. This home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And six weeks before I moved in, I... Um, <laughs> I saw a very dear friend of mine pass away in front of me. Yeah. So I was like, um, I was pr pretty rocky. Yeah. And so I needed a haven to mm -hmm. heal and to, um, I haven't thought about this yeah. in a really long time. Yeah. Um, I needed a place to heal and to feel safe because yeah. the PTSD and, um, what happened that day was, uh, I never experienced anything like that before. Yeah. You can't prepare for that either. Like No, and um, I wrestled with God in that season. Mm -hmm. And so Tiny Haven Studio is people um, come to this home to heal. Like I, yeah. don't, I don't do as many parties. I don't do as much hosting anymore mm -hmm. to create the space for people to just be themselves. Yeah. Whether it's they're full of life and energy or they're having the crappiest season of their life. Like mm -hmm. it should just be a haven. And I try and be that in my personal life, yeah. like just as a person, just trying to make people feel like I truly do care about them, no matter if we're friends forever or yeah. if I'm just there at a coffee shop, like just hearing their story, yeah. you know. So that's where it came from. I had documented the entire renovation project. Yeah. Um, I didn't launch it until February of last year of 2022. Yeah, Tiny Haven. Yeah. So it took it took me a long time to even go back through the footage because there were certain points where 
I was brought back to that season and didn't want to go back. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a really fun project. I'm like learning a ton through it. I'm like going through imposter syndrome (laughs) through it because you're like, well, no one wants to hear me. And also it's kind of cringy on some stuff. I... I do work two days a week for my church production crew. Yeah. So they are helping me. They're very gracious with me. They're like, you need to use this microphone because <laughs> your audio is like less than great. You yeah, you're, you're editing your own videos, right? Yeah. Um, and Tiny, at least from the research that I did, you're like, I, be, I guess, walking people through the process of what it looked like to make yeah, this, Yeah, it's right. just a behind-the-scenes view. Like, I, I'm not a contractor. I'm not licensed, but I know a lot about certain things because I put so much work into it. So letting people also realize like if you're not afraid of tough work, you can do it. And this is how I did it as a five foot five single girl (laughs) on a very strict budget. Like you can gut and renovate a whole home. I did. I scheduled two um, work nights with my friends, Mm -hmm. but most of the demo past that was me. And then I had to rely on friends and ask for help and grow in that. So it was a huge growing process for me too. But then the the end of the renovation (laughs) was rocky just for emotions and counseling and sleep was like non-existent. I was terrified to go to sleep because of just going back to seeing my friend die. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's, Tiny Haven Studio is mm. all of that. I don't talk about the grieving on the YouTube because that yeah. would be a total buzzkill, you know, yeah. but I do talk about it on my Instagram. Yeah. I'm sorry about your loss, by the way. Thank, thank you. Thank you for sharing it on the pod. Yeah. You didn't need to, but thank you so much. It's it's a huge part of the story of yeah. like why I called it Tiny Haven Studio because before it was like, um, I'm Danish, so I was like incorporating Dane into like the YouTube and it was all kind of like. I would say identity stuff or, or cutesy labels yeah. or um, SEO heavy <laughs> stuff. And then I was just like, no, I mean, Tiny Haven Studio might not pop off, yeah. but it is very much the purpose of like me as a person and yeah. over my home. So and then it's not tied just to this house yeah. either because this house is Anderson Surf Shack. But yeah, the overarching like <laughs> YouTube theme. is Tiny Haven Studio. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's been a healing project like for you. Like it's yeah. tough. A lot of tears, it's, a yeah. lot of blood, sweat and tears <laughs> yeah. out of here. But yeah, a lot of blood, sweat and tears in this renovation. <laughs> yeah. It was grueling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not for the faint of heart, but it is so rewarding. Like yeah. I love my home so much. Um, so we're going to break down. So Rachel does everything. You'll be working at the church. You'll be playing piano. Yeah. Like casually. Yeah. Editing your own <laughs> videos. Uh, we're going to unpack that after this midway segment. Of the pod, Cash App Challenge. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to. Do I'm some like low key kind of nervous about this. It's okay. I did. I did some homework. Hopefully, um, I do you proud. Okay. So, uh, actually, we're gonna give an homage to okay. Tiny Haven Studio. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna scroll back the archives a little bit. You have an intro video, uh, where you explain what the what the vision of tiny haven studio is you remember that mm-hmm. okay the very first one the question is what is the runtime of that video i think it was <laughs> <laughs> i have it written down I, it was under <laughs> three minutes i i remember it was probably like 158 or 218 because i was terrified as crap and i just kind of rushed through it <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna need a final answer 218. 218? Yeah. It was 111. <gasps> really? <laughs> it really was. 11 is a big number in my life. 111. 
I'm going to have to tell my best friend that. Because yeah. 11 is a huge number for her. Yeah. Crazy. Hello, that was like my middle school, uh, high school, ba- my middle school basketball number. 11? 11. 11 is a great number. It is a great number. Uh, 111. That's crazy. That was so fast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're watching it, it didn't feel that. I watched it and it wasn't that, it didn't feel that fast. But you're just breaking down what it is. Yeah. I, I am still nervous filming mm-hmm. youtube stuff yeah. and um yeah yeah i mean it's a good it's a good growth point for me yeah you're filming yourself right like you yeah on camera? my iphone yeah okay i'm giving you mad props because like i am too nervous to even try to figure that out i just have nate like running it yeah it's so, chaos so rachel take an l took an l on the cash app um, i'm sorry I'm square cash and you were cash app and you or whatever square it is. cash and you i'm so <laughs> you're like i'm money my money ordering you it'll get there <laughs> in two to three. <laughs> Western Union travel tours check. <laughs> I was getting scared because I've been like hot and cold. Like I, I haven't got on a streak of winning these. So yeah, it's a great question. It's a good question. It feels you like here it's very personal to every I was interview. To pull up. Sean Evans hot ones inspired <laughs> this. Um, so we're gonna bring it to present day. Kay. So you're working for your church. Is that that's well, two days a week? Yeah. What would you say is like your main like? I don't know. What would you say like your main job is? Is it just all these things together? Because you're making income off that. I guess my main job is like the studio that I run from my home, like working from home. It's graphic design and social media content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that for a couple of different clients. Um, my brother being one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that takes up the majority of my time. I got into working at the church because mm-hmm. I serve there. Um, I volunteered in the band for... I mean, by that point, it was probably like four years, but it, it's been 13. Yeah, right we now. about to collab on a, on a worship song. Oh, we can. Yeah. The piano's right over there. <laughs> we got the mics. Yeah. But I, um, I was so close with all the production guys. Sure. And our church is insane. It has so many amazing team members, but our production team is so yeah. overworked. Um, we've got multiple campuses. And we've got a private Christian school and they are overworked. So I just, I started baking for them consistently and like bringing up like my best recipes just to kind of boost their week. And then I became close friends with all of them and then was just like, I hate seeing all of you overworked. What do you need? And they're like, we just need someone to do paperwork and budgeting and all the busy work that anybody can do, but they're so better fit doing the things that only they can do. So I started just doing one day a week. And then bumped it up to two. And yeah. that's kind of my max. We can get a a full week's workload done in yeah. about some di- some weeks are longer. Um, yeah. But it's about 24 hours. Wow. Um, I do two days back to back and they're longer days. And we yeah. just kind of knock out just everything. Knock out everything. Yeah. So uh, would you say like you're fully functioning and like everything that you feel like you want to be doing? Because you're doing interior design. You're doing the YouTube. You're uh, working at the church. Like... I would say there needs to be simplification next year. There needs to be some um, minimalizing. But I'm very fulfilled in what I do. And I do feel very in balance. Like I still have my Sabbath every week. I've got family time. I'm a lot better. um, I'm more protective over my schedule and saying Mm -hmm. no. And being more, um, I don't know, used to pull so many all-nighters working trade shows at my last job because I loved it. But I would go from 60 to 80 work hour weeks, like no problem, and still have a massive social life because I wasn't Cannot sleeping. Cannot be me. Cannot be me. You're yeah. sacrificing something. 
and you know, serving at the church, mm-hmm. you know, like that's a, that's a big time give, which was super life giving to me. But, um, I am way more healthy about having yeah. healthy rhythms and time to myself and time to read and time to just like chill, play my piano. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel imbalanced, but I do feel like next year there's going to be, yeah. Um, more simplification yeah I so. love that that's actually a surprising answer because like I think um, a lot of creatives we kind of glor- like glorify, glorify the hustle yes and you're actually you're actually like I'm trying to bring it down a little bit yeah, yeah I had that health scare in 2014 where it like um, several of my organs were shutting down mm-hmm. because of hustle like like I don't say this to brag yeah, yeah. but talk Talk to us about it. I I could outwork anybody Mm -hmm. and because I thought I didn't need sleep, like I could be this level and sociable and happy and involved in people's conversations and remember my chords at church and not have slept for two or three days. Like I'm saying not at all. Like I'm not, some people call all nighters like where they sleep four hours. No, I'm saying an all nighter is you don't sleep. I had insomnia from 16 to 26 and I, <clears throat> I just thought that my body did great going off of no sleep. Yeah. I didn't realize like that a percentage of people, um, stress will not hit your brain or give you warning signs. Um, it goes straight to your organs and that's what happened to me. So I didn't feel stressed. Yeah. Um, I did all these stress tests and everyone's like, yeah, it's not showing up like it would normally, but your organs are like tank your adrenals your liver like I had massive pain bouts and I ate pretty healthy I was um a marathon runner like I did a triathlon like I was pretty I was pretty healthy and like valued that and um with my dad's journey going vegan um we just we valued taking care of ourselves but I I couldn't figure out like on food journaling where the pain bouts were coming from and finally I went to a naturopath um, and who was a licensed MD yeah. and he was, he did like all the, all of the tests, all of the normal tests, but then he treats naturally yeah. and he was like, yeah, you, your blood pressure is crazy. Your adrenals are tanked. Your liver is bad. And he was 2016, couple, 2014. 2014 yeah. And so I like gained weight. I felt like I just didn't feel like myself at all. Had no mm-hmm. energy, tons of brain fog. Um, and I had to completely like change my eating. Hold on, I gotta take a drink. Sorry. Yep. Tea break. Is it coffee? Tea. Tea. Cinnamon tea break. Okay. Tea break. Um, my throat's getting dry. Sorry. That's okay. So I'm going hard, dropping bars. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I, um, he was basically just like, you, you're 26 at this point. You shouldn't be experiencing. Mm-hmm. So we started diving into my schedule. Because there was no um, history of anything but cancer in my family. And I didn't have cancer. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, let's go through your schedule. And my schedule was chaos. Like, we just went through a normal schedule. And he was just like, so when, when do you, do you sleep? sleep? Like, when do you have time off work? When when you, like, when, what's your day off? And I was like, well, I have four hours here. And then I have two hours here. And he was like, no, that's not even biblical. Yeah, you need to. So it was a hard year of shifting a lot of things in my life, but it gives me a massive platform to then, it got me into neuroscience. It got Mm -hmm. me into taking care of my body. It got me into kind of like, uh, 
asking for help more, which was huge for, sure. for me in that season. Like I had very close friends have to like come hold me accountable, yeah. publicly send me home from parties to go to bed. <laughs> that's You're like, but I want to. That's horrifying that at 10 p.m. for someone to be like, hey, it's time for you to leave in front of everybody. But I'd ask them to because otherwise I wouldn't. I would just kind of they like. They turn off the music gradually. Rachel has yeah. to leave. Yeah. <laughs> we were having a game night and one of my best friends on. was like, you need to go. And I was just like, dang it, this <laughs> sucks. But it was the only thing that yeah. could like Those heal my like body. Those are like necessary like boundaries. You know? Yeah. Well, and it's a, uh, there's still some of my best friends. Like we've walked through so much yeah. highs and lows together. Like mm -hmm. those are the people you can count on. For sure. But, um, yeah, it, the insomnia, like, it it still is something that my body struggles with under yeah. high stress. I think it's something that I'm always going to, yeah. but I have better tools. Like, mm -hmm. I know how to counteract it. Sure. This has been, a, like, a, a super dope change of pace because I think a, a lot of the theme of this podcast, I'm, like, telling people to jump and go chase stuff yeah. that you're doing. And Rachel is doing all the things, but very, very much so, like, a good reminder that – I'm very fond of, of resting and finding yeah. that rhythm and making the, the change that you do need to so that you can like last the long run. Of well, and it comes do, down, yeah. I'm in my 30s. At, the filter changes, you mm. lose people in life. You start realizing that life is so short. Yeah. And so um, you start chasing purpose and legacy. Yeah. And with neuroscience, you can get just as much done as I used to, but you're way more intentional. Yeah. So figuring out like biohacking, like mm -hmm. when are you, when is, when is your body most productive? Yeah. You don't have to work 20 hour days, but when is it most productive? Yeah. Um, setting yourself up. If you know a heavy week is coming up, getting the minerals and the supplements that you need or, That's true. or meal prepping or stop drinking coffee because you will actually have a caffeine crash. Not that what you feel, but your organs will, yeah. um, you won't as be, you won't be as creative. There's different, yeah. there's different peaks and valleys of using caffeine yeah um i'm pretty bad about it i need to get i love caffeine yeah. I, I, I but i i realized like i was such a drive i was such a driven person but it was ruining my health ruining my legacy ruining my purpose and yeah. i started having nieces and nephews around that time like i wasn't my best self around them because i was yeah. always so tired yeah so then thinking ahead to like when i want to have my own kids do i want to model this for them yeah and that be their legacy? Mm -hmm. No. Like, but God gave us enough hours in the day to be productive. He gave us yeah. the desires for our purpose. So I'm still like, go after your dreams. But rest. But rest. Yeah. Because it's a spiritual principle. Yeah. And God gave us science and faith to counteract with each other and to blend sure. together. So me diving into all of that has actually boosted my productivity, boosted my creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, let me like have better stress release versus yeah. like having to rely on medication or anything yeah. like that. I don't want to be, yeah. I don't want to be stuck in medication. For sure. My body doesn't do great with that. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a long-term answer. Um, I was going to say that like God did demonstrate that like when he was crea creating the world, he rested on the last day. Yeah. And you, you see it in creation, like, you know, uh, when you're at the beach, the water only comes so far yeah. and there's land and sky. Yeah. And there's night and day like not. Yeah. You can't be on the same gear all the no. time. Yeah. Um, no, you can't. Yeah. My brother challenged me so much. My brother, Jesse, just of like you're supposed to have a 24 hour Sabbath. If mm -hmm. you if it has to be split between two days, like you start at 4 p.m. on Saturday and you yeah. end at 4 p.m. on Sunday, that's fine. 
but you're supposed to have a 24-hour period yeah. where you're truly resting with God. Um, Pete Scazzaro talks about it in Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and Emotionally Healthy Leadership and then Emotionally Healthy um, Relationships. Yeah. And those books challenged me like crazy. I need to get on that, yeah. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Also, Circle Maker, if you haven't read Circle Maker. No, I haven't. It changed my life after coming out of the insomnia because I felt like... Yeah. I felt like my body was breaking down, my car was breaking down, my house was breaking down, like everything was breaking down, and I lost yeah. my job in 2014. So like everything was tanking, so I yeah. was like, God, where are you? What is hap- I'm and breaking inside, yeah, like literally. Literally, yeah. and just like no one around me was going through the same things. Yeah. People in my age group weren't homeowners, they weren't having health issues, I had to go gluten-free, we didn't have great options back mm. then, it was Tulsa, there wasn't like <sighs> great restaurants, so I would just end up I would just end up lying to people and saying I'd already eaten when I was starving. Yeah. So, yeah. So my brother was like, there's spiritual principles that will heal you. And like, that's what God created for our rhythm. So, Um, yeah. Yeah. One thing I will connect with you on. So I've shared it on the pod before, but like my journey with cancer, I, I don't know why it happened. Yeah. uh, But I can maybe relate to like, maybe because you're saying that sometimes like your body won't feel it. Like yeah. your mind, your won't, brain won't get but the, your body will yeah. it come out. And it took me having to go through that to like finally decide to be more bold about choosing things and yeah, uh, like starting the pod and pursuing music and doing all these things. But now I'm kind of finding myself in this room that now that I feel good and I'm like not afraid of pursuing it. Now I'm like getting stuck in the, okay, I'm just going so hard because I'm yeah. so happy about it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, it's There's been, rhythms too. Yeah. Like our body goes on a natural rhythm throughout mm-hmm. Uh, seasons, um, just life, anything like that. So there are seasons to push. And there's seasons to rest. And there's seasons to rest. I'm and pushing right now. Yeah, hard, yeah. Yeah. But that's where accountability and like your time with the Holy Spirit comes in that's of right. kind of having gauges <laughs> when maybe we sometimes are not our own best gauge. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust myself. <laughs> yeah. The the common question constantly was like, did you sleep last night? And I was like, it's Thursday. I slept on Monday night. <laughs> You're like, uh, have you seen the movie Elf? Yes. When he's like, I, I got a whole 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. No, that was me. <laughs> no, right. I'm, no, I'm serious. And it was a joke because I was like, well, obviously I'm happy, thriving. Relationships are mm-hmm. good. I'm serving at the church. My job is good. Like I have time with family. Like all my my, my dad calls them the big rocks. Like, mm-hmm. all your priorities are good. Yeah. But, but me. But me. And I didn't get any warning signs. Mm-hmm. Like, I really didn't feel stress. Yeah. I felt stress before, but I wasn't feeling it in those seasons. So, um, yeah, the doctor was like, you have to set up different warning signs because you don't get the warning signs that everybody else yeah. gets. So. so, fast forward to now. Uh, do you feel like you're better about those rhythms now? I'm so much better, but mm-hmm. there's still intense seasons of stress or grief that bring it out of me. Mm-hmm. So like my body will tank, mm-hmm. like it's mostly gut related issues um, or sleep related issues. So I have to like be in, get on top of it or being get in front of yeah, it. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, we buried a very close friend last week and mm-hmm. I knew like my body probably will tank like. I'm going to be emotional. I won't want to talk to anybody. I'm going to go hard in my work. Um, I'll be around family a lot. So what can I do to kind of like 
put some safeguards for myself. Okay, I need yeah. to meal prep. I need to stay away from caffeine and just drink tea. Yeah. I need to make sure I'm getting up at the same. Yeah, my tea. Mm. I need to make sure I'm getting up at the same time every day to getting yeah. sunlight. I need to make sure I'm getting outside. Yeah. People don't understand sitting at home, looking on your phone, actually boosts your depression. Yeah. But I forget the I forget the stat, but it's like insane. Or looking at your phone the last hour that you're awake. Mm. People should not be on their phones. Now, I do it. You're attacking me right now. I <laughs> am attacking myself because yeah. I, I do this all the time. Yeah. But we're not meant to be on the screens. Yeah. And they actually dr they boost your dopamine and then drop your serotonin and then drop your dopamine. So you're in a constant cycle yeah. looking for those hits. Mm. So we're not, we're not made to do that. Yeah. And if our sleep is suffering... The phone should be the first thing to go. Okay, I'm going to throw my phone away. I'm going to put it in the fridge. Nate, we're going to go <laughs> take our shoes off. Earth I'm, the worst, the grass. I'm the worst yeah. offender. Uh, I will say I do ground outside. <laughs> I'm like a little bit of a hippie. <laughs> but because of my dad's cancer journey, yeah. we dove into all of this. And red blood cell production boosts when your feet are in constant um, contact with like the grass or yeah. outside of some, not asphalt because that's yeah. like man-made. Yeah. But actual concrete, because it's it yeah. it's a uh, conductive material, mm -hmm. so you can buy mats <laughs> for like fifty bucks on Amazon, and I definitely have one underneath my couch during the with cold months. Yeah. And it does help. It helps with yeah. stress relieving. It helps mellow out your brain. It helps. Um, I should have. I, I need to take notes, bro. I have my notes. I didn't have my pen. <laughs> it's a lot. No. I'm learning so much right now. Yeah. I'm just a super nerd about like fighting things healthily because yeah. I watched my dad beat cancer. Yeah. Like going vegan, and then I went through my own struggle with my health of like mm -hmm. that. Also went into spiritual stuff of like, yeah. I don't know, wrestling with God. But all of that, all of that comes back into creativity. All of that comes back into your purpose. All of that yeah. comes back into. Um, stuff like this, like all these projects, like you made this. Yeah. yeah. All of the artwork is either like stuff that is super meaningful to me. I'm a big sunrise sunset girl. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Beatles fan. I have, um, all the artwork in my hallway is pictures that I've taken where I had a, a conversation with a friend mm -hmm. that was like challenging me or like pushing me closer to God or where God spoke to me. Yeah. Um, or it's lyrics from a song that mean a lot to me, or it's a, everything should tell a story everything yeah. should point you closer to your purpose in god you know which art piece that you make that is super interesting to me you and james do this thing it's like a white yeah thing that's like it dries and it's raised what is that it's it's a i use a compound joint it's a joint compound but it's a very specific one because it adheres to the canvas well and it's it's lighter weight and low you're speaking another language <laughs> yeah i mean i basically create projects based on leftover construction materials yeah. uh i'll when this episode airs can you share one of those on your story so they can know what this oh is yeah totally. i'll let you know it's like the one of those yeah you'll see it you'll see it i'm actually gonna try and make some with the tone of blue of your hat, hat yeah because we want to do it at sobo and that's uh, the sobo blue i love that yeah i love that super okay I'll, I'll, I'll change subject after this but uh talking about grounding so when i was going through chemo i had lost my hair and i finished in june but my family went to the beach yeah and that week i was like out at the beach and that's when my hair started coming back and th the sun the sand yeah there's, all, there's yeah. a lot to it there's a lot to like the vitamins there's a lot to dopamine and serotonin being in a safe place hearing the waves mm -hmm. with people that you love yeah coming out of a season your body starts um syncing up differently yeah I, I could go on for hours about neuroscience and biohacking yeah. 
we're because of return guest we're yeah. gonna have to do a season two <laughs> if you want to nerd episode. out i'll yeah. wear my glasses that time okay. lol i got some LASIK. overalls <laughs> a little, little, i can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can play the part my friend yeah. calls me the punk ballerina or the um the emo hippie yeah <laughs> she's like you're kind of like everything yeah all right Rach, we're gonna close out the episode uh so if you want to give any advice to someone who's like trying to tone it down or someone that's like really out there yeah can you I'm, i mean we basically didn't talk about it the whole episode but can you i guess recap it in like a rachel way yeah, yeah. i'm huge on chasing your dreams and speaking what you want to come to life i'm also huge on rhythms so figure out what you actually come alive doing because there's things that bring us joy that are seasonal and that's wonderful but figure out what brings you joy that is tied in with your purpose and pursue that full-fledged with some safeguards of having a sabbath or a rest time um because we are meant to thrive we're created to create Mm -hmm. we're meant to go like we're meant to live in our rhythms of like energy and excitement and creativity but we are our own worst enemy when we are sabotaging ourselves. Yeah. And when um, I used to think I could do everything, you can. It just comes at a cost. Yeah. So what price are you willing to pay? Yeah. So I guess I'm I would not just to pay that price. <laughs> yeah. I guess I would just say like, what legacy do you want to live? Yeah. Like I thought about that a lot in my twenties. What purpose do you want to pursue? Um, and that guides a lot of the energy rhythms yeah. and it brings a lot more joy when you do create stuff. So yeah. I guess I would say that. Love that. That's a good little period. Yeah. On the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. For thank you for Vision having Social. me. This is so fun. Yeah. We'll see you next. Wait, wait, wait. Before we up finish the episode, plug your stuff. Follow at. Oh, at R Anderson with an S E N. I call it Randerson. Yeah. Randerson. <laughs> Randerson. That's on Instagram. And then I'm. Tiny Haven Studio on YouTube and TikTok. Yeah, yeah catch you out there. Yeah. See y'all. Don't see it in my hands. Don't see it now, but I learned to trust. You could do a lot with a little song. So I'm going to let you hold.